to go. We're going right now. We're rolling up right now. All right. Well, we're just going to get started. Yeehaw. Another Tuesday are. night with my husband slash favorite podcast host. Exciting time. This is the We're Having a Good Time podcast. I'm Dusty Slay. Oh, heck. I don't even have my headphones and, on. And she is... Your favorite. Hannah Hogan. All right. So here we are. And teaser. We got a conspiracy teaser. Uh, we got Britney Spears and George W. Bush. Britney that, Spears, George W. Bush. That's all we're going to say. You might not think those two collide, but let me tell you, let's go back to the early 2000s. Yeah. You want hot late 90s, early 2000 talk? That's what we got for you. That's what I live for. So that's coming up. Uh, first, we want to get into some places that we're about to go. Some places we are about to live. We are about to make some memories yeah, this weekend. We've done a cool thing, but I'd like to talk more about what we did last weekend. So let's say where we're going. Hannah's going to be at uh, at Zany's. Baby, I'm kicking it in town. I am local today and this weekend. Yeah, she's going to be at Zany's this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, featuring for J.P. Sears. J.P. Sears, and I will be hosting for Chris Farley's brother. Oh, man, Kevin Farley. Kevin Farley. Oh, Kevin Farley. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I yeah. I bet he gets referred to a lot as Chris Farley's brother. I know. I felt bad saying it like that just now, but I, yep. the, I blanked. And then I'm going to go on a run of shows. I'm going to go to Traverse City, Michigan, uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Oh. Minong, Wisconsin. What, are you going to China? Duluth, Minnesota, and then Harris, Michigan. Wow, you're going up to Canada land. Yeah, I'm going to be all up on the Upper Peninsula. Yeah, that's what we call up the north. We call it Canada land because even though it's not Canada... We do, we do still consider it Canada land because it's quite cold and it's quite Canadian it's pretty, feeling. It's pretty far up there. Some of those yeah. places are higher than some Canadian. Oh, yeah. Sault Ste. Marie is way more north than yeah. where I grew up. Sault Ste. Marie is at the top of that, that Great Lake Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, the What is it? Lake Superior. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to be traveling with Aaron Weber, and uh, we're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, so here we go. This weekend. Oh, yeah. This last weekend. Yeah. Me and Hannah went to Lowell, Arkansas, to The Grove. Yeah, me, I was featuring for Dusty. And so this weekend, Aaron's featuring for Dusty, but this past weekend, I was featuring for Dusty. And I'm going to tell you what, I don't think Aaron's going to give you the same kind of massage as I was giving you. Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be staying in different hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Every night. Yeah. We're not sharing a room one time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a good and, time. And I bet Aaron won't make you drive the whole time if, if you don't want to. Well, I didn't drive. I drove some. You drove time. a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I was better this time. Yeah, you drove a little bit. But we had a great time. Let's yeah, talk about well, it. Well, Low Arkansas is great. I told Bill that, uh, I was going to get a hotel. And then last minute, I was like, nah, let us stay in your cabin. Uh, and he did, but the cabin wasn't ready because we told him we weren't going to stay in it. So we ended up last minute getting a room at the Super Eight Motel, mm-hmm. uh, and it was let's, awesome. Let's paint the picture a little bit yeah. for for um, loyal listeners. Lowell, Arkansas, is a small town. Yes, but as I was describing it, it is the richest looking small town that I have beheld. It's like Lowell, Bentonville and Rogers are right in there together and that's where Walmart started. That's where the home office of Walmart the very is. Very first Walmart started in this yeah. area. And so you can really feel the corporate shine of this yeah. small town. 
And it's uh, it's in Northwest Arkansas, which is also called NWA. It all is my called that. Fans out there. I thought Hannah was just making a joke, but that's really what they call it, the NWA. Yeah, I learned that the last time we were there, NWA. Yeah. And I've been referencing it for quite some time, but you only caught on this weekend. Yeah, I had never heard you say it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand the reference, NWA? Yeah, I get it, Northwest Arkansas. Yes, but the, the hip hop reference. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, otherwise, what would be the big deal about it? We're just saying initials. Oh, yeah, but I just wanted to make sure. Oh, okay. You know, I know you're into country music. I want to make yeah. sure that you well, understood, like, Dre. Yeah, I've heard a rap song or two, you know what I mean? Yeah, they got AIDS. All those guys. They were big, formative people in the, uh, we saw the movie. 90s rap. We saw the movie together in Canada. We did see that movie in Canada, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we had a great time. And so what happened is we, we had been there last summer. We'd been there last summer. I wasn't yeah. even working last summer. I was just with you. I was yeah. just being the wife. Doing some guest spots, though. I was doing some guest spots, but I was mostly just being the wife. Yeah. And this time, I was being the wife and the feature, which, let me tell you, pretty easy job. Double duty. <laughs> pretty pretty stre- stressless job. Yeah. Um, but Well, um, Bill really makes you feel, Bill and Rhonda, they really make you feel at home there. Well, Bill and Rhonda Grove. are the owners, managers, bookers of The Grove, which yeah. is the new hot spot. In Lowell, Arkansas. Yeah. And and when we had previously been out there, we went to the cabin. But this time, and the cabin is in, I would say, the Ozark Mountains. I think so, yeah. It's right up in the mountains. You go out to the country to get there. And it's it's a pretty fun drive. I mean, you really feel like you're living that kind of yeah. road life. On the way back from the cabin, we saw a baby possum. Oh, yeah. And I... Uh, really think possums are disgusting, ugly animals. But a baby possum is pretty cute. Oh. It's like a little kitten. It is a little kitten. Like a little rat-looking kind of kitten. Yeah. Because we were coming up on that road, and we saw it. Yeah. And we sensed in our hearts that that was some sort of special baby little animal. Yeah, we passed it on the road, yeah. and then we stopped and backed up. That's how back back roads these roads are yeah we were able to stop mid-road and then just sit in the middle of the road and and, for a bit yeah and no other car even no car came at all but its little face was so cute it had a little white face and it was i kept thinking that like a mama possum was gonna pop out yeah just cut us up yeah yeah but it didn't happen it didn't and you know maybe that possum was the black sheep of the possum yeah that possum probably got killed by a hawk a little bit later after that well we guided it off to the side of the road we did that was one of our adventures. That was on our way to the first show, I think, on yep. Friday night. And yeah. um, it was, it was a great. great. Time. Yeah, Bill packed out his place. It's a cool spot. It's like a restaurant when he's built a stage up in there. So it's comedy on the weekends and just a normal restaurant eatery during the week. Yeah, and there's no other comedy up there. No. So it's yeah. a hot spot this weekend. Uh, our friends Monty Mitchell and Brad Henderleiter are going to be there. Yeah, go check them out. Yeah. It's going to be another super funny show. Renard, our friend Renard's going there soon. Yeah. Two or three weeks. Yeah. And, you know, I think the coolest thing about that whole experience, and and it really does just go to show you how much someone who really gets the art of hospitality can really blow your mind. Yeah. Because Bill, I think, Bill really gets hospitality and making you feel special. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he had some of his workers wearing your shirts i don't know if he made them or suggested it but he's the kind of like to think that he didn't make them wear them but that's what i mean though is i feel like he's the kind of boss that in uh, induces such respect from his employees that they just are like you know what bill would love 
if I wore Dusty's shirt. Or maybe they're just fans of yours. But I just mean... I think they were just fans of mine. Okay, they're big fans of I mean, I want to give Bill as much credit as possible. But I also like to think that the the serving staff wore my merch on their own. Okay. I like to think that they didn't come in and Bill was like, (laughs) put this on. And they were like, I don't want to wear it. He's like, put it on. (laughs) Now I feel like... And I'm like, oh, I love that shirt. They're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we're having a good time. They're like, yeah. Some of us are. Some of us are having a good time. Some of us aren't. They're so spiteful that when they hear you on SiriusXM, they have to turn it off. Yeah. Like, dusty sleigh, shove down our throats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like a bad religion. Yeah. Well, what I'm trying to say is Bill runs a great ship over there. Yes, he does. You know, and it's impressive to see someone really care about his everything from the top up, from the top down. Yeah. And, and I felt cared about. You know, I felt cared about. Yeah. Totally. He totally hooked us up. Yeah. They both hooked us up. And um, and it was really cool working with you, Dusty, because I don't work with you a ton, and I got to see you do an hour. Yeah. And it was really fun to see if they're doing an hour. This yeah, is, a this good is time. such a weird podcast because it's like, it's like I'm just talking to my husband, but like for well, people that are listening. Well, it's a great time. I'm proud of you, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a good time, though. It's a good time. To really get to spread out, do some time, and uh, just have some fun, you know? No yeah. pressure environment, and it's a good time. But thank you to The Grove and to Bill, to yeah. Rhonda. Yeah. And thank you to one of the nicest Super 8s that we'd ever seen. Yeah. On a, and then we went to a place called Boulder Coffee. We went to the same one twice in one day. Mm-hmm. We had a coffee. Yeah. Left. Went back a bit later. Had another coffee. Well, and I watched two episodes of... The YouTube series uh, Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid sequel, and it's awesome. Yeah, you've been trying to get me on that YouTube. Yeah, Red YouTube ever Red wants me to buy it for nine ninety nine, just so I can. But I feel like I'm going to buy it just so I can watch those shows and then cancel it. Yeah, because I don't think there's anything good on there. Yeah, but maybe this is like their launch. Maybe I'm so not that's trashing. Why they have this kind but. of first big movie because this is sort of. I mean, I've kind of heard of YouTube Red, but this sort of feels like. Ooh, the Karate Kid. and, and It's Tyson. pretty good, though. The first two episodes are pretty great. What if they just put all of their production budget into the first two episodes, and then you watch, then you sign up for YouTube Red, and like the other season, the episodes just fall right off? Uh, that's probably it. But I bet YouTube's got to have a bit of money. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you it, it I mean? makes sense what they're doing. I mean, they're like, yeah, let's just do what Netflix did. Let's become a streaming production company. But it just sort of messes with the original platform, which yeah. is why people like it. But um, also, thanks to the people in Lowell, Arkansas, who came yeah. to our show. Yeah, you had a you had a nice crew of fans come out to see you that had seen you in your previous show, and um, you had a really funny lady come up to you and she's like, "I'm your biggest fan." Yeah, she was my biggest fan, but she wanted. Well, her friend said, "Since she's your biggest fan, you should give her a shirt." You know. And I'm thinking, you know, you're my biggest fan. You should buy a shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She, she bought something, though. She did buy something. She was very nice. They were both very nice. I tried to bluff them. I said, she told me she cut hair. I said, if I came in to get a haircut tomorrow, are you going to give me that for free? She was like, yeah, come on in. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. She probably, she seemed kind of hammered, though. She probably would have woke up the next day. We were like, hey, we're here for a haircut. She don't even remember saying yeah. that to us. And I don't want to get a haircut from someone that I've uh, bargained with them on. Mm. You know what I mean? I would. I don't. Yeah. It's not that expensive for a haircut to be. Mm-hmm. You got to walk around like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, you know, we're different people. Yeah, different people, different needs. Different people, different needs. Also, women's haircuts are much more expensive than male haircuts. Well, it depends on what you're doing, I bet, though. Well, I mean, the average haircut I get is 60 bucks. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, you know, I have, like... And I mean, it's almost always more than that. But but my haircut's not a typical, like, guy's haircut. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you have a beautiful mane that you have to I appreciate take that. care of. Yeah. Well, you just can't go into the barber shop and be like, just... Trim a little off the bottom, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that time you came home with that weird kind of like wave bowl cut? You, you got a bad haircut about a year or so ago. It was like too short. Yeah, I don't think it was a bad haircut. It was just too short. It was, yeah. Well, that was what made it bad. I was trying to go pretty short, you know? Uh-huh. To, so I didn't have to get a haircut as often. Yeah. The shorter I can get it cut and then the longer I let it grow, I'm just not getting haircuts in between that time. <laughs> That's really the plan behind it. All right. All right. I can't be going in paying 40 bucks every couple of months, you know. I'm letting my mane grow, and I'm going to defy the summer heat this time around. Do it. I got a haircut about halfway through last summer, and I regret it to this day. Mm. Yeah. I look better with long hair. Well, that's the thing about hair, though. Mm. It comes back. It does, but my hair is very fine. Yeah. And it looks kind of weird when it gets too long, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test it. Let it go. I'm going to let it go. All right, so let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this Britney Spears thing. Okay. I don't think we have a whole lot here. So yeah. let's go ahead. We're going to uh, – we watched a YouTube video. We typed in crazy conspiracies, and this was in the top ten craziest conspiracies of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were like, ooh, hot. So we go and type this in on YouTube to see what kind of hot take we can get. And we found a video uh, that says, does – did Britney Spears work for George H.W. Bush? And this is coming to us from a gentleman uh, who goes by the name Studio 95. And uh, this video had about 168 views. By far the lowest amount of views I've ever seen for a conspiracy th- theory video. Especially one as hot as this. You know? Right. How and did you even find it? I just question. typed in, you know, I just, you just type in Britney Spears, George Bush, <laughs> that was conspiracy. The top search. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't the top one, but it was the first one that made sense. Uh huh. He had a very clear title mm. marketing, and, branding. Yeah, but he can't get it out there. And this guy, I don't want to speculate how old, old he is, uh, but he did say that he trusts, uh, he doesn't trusts the government. So <laughs> I'm with him on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't trust his. He was pure. You know, yeah. I felt he was very authentic. I believe in his channel. So, I think it's going to grow. I mean, he had 168 views. I mean, that's more than a lot of my videos are getting. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not, impressed. I'm not trashing this guy, but I'm saying if I took, you know, the 25 viewers that I have and added them to his views, then we'd get him over, you know, we could at some point get him over 200 views. Also, I appreciate his courage going after the big dogs like that. Yeah, you I mean, know? you're going to want to skip through. <laughs> <laughs> It gets boring at times, so you're gonna want to skip through. But he edited it he, as well. Yeah, he's got some. So, he's got some proof. I, I mean, imagine he probably recorded about a 40 minute video, cut it down to about yeah. 10. But basically, what they're saying is the speculation is that Britney Spears was on the George Bush payroll, mm. and that she was to serve as a distraction for him. So anytime he was doing something shady, she was having a meltdown. Or she was shaving her head. Or she was in a 52-hour marriage. 
Yeah, I mean, and this, Britney Spears, I will say, is something I can speak on because I followed Britney Spears very closely in that time between 2003-2009, which was really the downfall, the tragic downfall of, of Britney Spears. And, uh, yeah, she shaved her head. She had a series of bizarre interviews where she broke down crying. She gained weight, which is, you know, one of the most obvious signs of uh, real erratic behavior. In a lot of those videos are out there. Very sad. Yeah, very sad. And, you know, she got together with Kevin Federline, and mm. she had two children. A backup dancer. Yeah, backup dancer who had a pregnant girlfriend at the time. Um, and he left classic bad boy tale. Yeah. He left his pregnant girlfriend for Britney Spears, which I mean, honestly, Who yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, I expect the second I get pregnant and uh dusty gets, you know, approached by, I don't know, Miley Cyrus, you know, mm. he'll have a hard choice to make, but you know, things happen. It's Hollywood Miley Cyrus crazy. can't be my Britney Spears. Do you know what I mean? Right. I think Britney Spears is much hotter. Yeah. Than Miley Cyrus. Well, that's cool. I mean, I'm, I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, maybe I guess I think Miley Cyrus is hotter than Britney Spears. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Britney in her prime, I mean, I guess she was sort of like it, you know? But Britney in her prime, now that you sort of look back on it, it seems like she was so manufactured because it just feels like everything about her didn't age well, even though she doesn't look bad now. She just doesn't look the way that they made her look. It just seems like it was a lot of hair extensions and her body looked amazing when she was like 18. But at this point it just seems kind of like, like illegal to have been like looking at Britney when she was like 17 or 18. Yeah, but I think I was that age looking at Britney. That's true. I was too. That's why maybe why Miley Cyrus feels weird. But I guess that's what MTV was back then was just like a bunch of hot late teenagers being hot. Yeah. That's what, all music still is. Yeah, but but the music video has been surpassed by like Instagram and social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Miley Cyrus surprisingly really pulled off the short haircut, and to me, that's when I found her to the, be the most attractive. Is when she cut her hair, and she just like had this new look. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's when she broke away from Disney. Too. I feel like her and Justin Bieber look a lot alike. Yeah, they do. Miley also looks better in pictures than she does. When you see her in interviews, she's got something weird with her teeth. It's like an overbite or something. Anyways, I don't want to make this about, like, shaming women well, <laughs> and their looks. But I'm Britney not shaming Spears- anyone. I'm not saying that Miley Cyrus is unattractive. I'm just saying, to me, mm-hmm. in the in that time, I thought Britney Spears was much hotter. No, she was. And that's exactly what Britney was. She was hot. And she was made to be hot. And what yeah. happened was the pressure was too much for her. Now, the theory that was... Was spun- the pressure too much? Or was she working for George... W. Bush. Yeah, was she a black op? Yeah. Like Condoleezza Rice. I'm not that innocent. Yeah. Mmm. Dusty. <laughs> you know it. what I mean? Yeah. Toxic. Yes. Toxic for America. Oops. I did it again. What did you do, Brittany? What did you do? Yeah. What did you do? Mm-hmm. Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah. Why? Because you, you've been bad? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we know that George Bush is a Southerner. He's from Texas. And Britney Spears, I believe, is from Tennessee. Fool me once. Uh, (laughs) Fool me twice. You can't get fooled again. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is possible to think. And here's here's another theory that I will posit. This is my own theory. I don't believe in my heart that Britney Spears was part of some sort of black op 
operation in in uh, cahoots with George Bush and uh, weapons of mass destructions in Iraq. I don't believe that, but I do believe that Britney Spears may have been indoctrinated through some kind of extreme mind control, uh, put on and started on her when she was just you know in the Mickey Mouse Club, and that indoctrination time went off. And made her turn crazy in the mid-2000s. And then it was like, okay, Brittany, now it's your time. Just in the nick of time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if you really follow Britney Spears, you know, from after 9-11 into about 2009, I mean, there is a lot of very suspicious behavior that is paralleled by some of the shady stuff that George Bush did. Got some stuff going on. There was one where it said, uh, oh, no, I didn't write any specifics down. Um, <laughs> but, you Wait, know, what, what do you, what do you like, you know, like this, this type of thing happened and then Britney Spears would do something crazy. Yeah. Now, I'm not arguing for this conspiracy theory. I think this is crazy, too. But I think it's fun. Well, but OK, but uh, you know what I will argue for is that the media is the reason we know of Britney Spears, right? Big media corporations in control of Britney Spears' career, MTV, networks, oh, all I this sort of thing. I where you're going with this. Yeah, so the media can be pushing certain stories on us, and this is before social media, right? This is about when YouTube starts taking off, when Facebook starts taking off. I mean, 2000, was, I didn't get Facebook till 2007, 2008. Now we're all surrounded by paparazzi, or whatever you call them, right? Yeah. You, you. Uh, if we stabbed our car car door with an umbrella in a parking lot, people would be filming us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. People but are you're... getting famous for that now. Now they're getting famous for that without having to be a pop star. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also that that Britney Spears is a conspiracy in and of herself. I mean, what are they doing to these young Disney stars that make them turn out so so? I mean, it's just so sad. I mean, we know it, but I think Britney Spears really highlighted it for us because she was you know she was that duality of like hot chick but innocent girl and she sort of represented that to us and then when she started to go crazy that's that's what they all do though yeah i know and so genie in a bottle come on christian aguilette gotta rub me the right way you know what i mean well i think i think and then she's now she's dirty she's been out of that bottle a little too long well but if anything i think that the, the 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 fraudulent image is the the squeaky clean image that they put forward at first, Mm. like that Britney Spears is a virgin, that Christina Aguilera is just like a genie in a bottle singing for Mulan, you know? I think the closer image to Christina Aguilera is dirty, and she probably just exaggerated it because she wanted to break free from that. Christina Aguilera did seem like she was dirty hiding it. Yeah. Britney Spears doesn't seem like she was hiding it. Yeah, I think Britney Spears, I mean, especially if you look at, like, with the way she started dressing, is she just was kind of a little redneck. She was from a small town in the South. So we also been watching, we just started, we've been watching uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, we've been trying to, you know, just kind of get a feel for what's going on with TV shows, you know. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna write a TV show, and uh, we're getting a feel for it. Yeah. And so Hannah was re- watching Breaking Bad. I didn't want to watch Breaking Bad again, even though I was watching some of it. It's still good, but this is what I remember about Breaking Bad. I remember it being great, but I remember watching, you know, six episodes before I would get that greatness that I wanted. 
But I mean, now that I'm, I mean, because here's the thing about us is we mostly watch YouTube videos. We don't really watch a ton of shows. Like, like there's there seems to be so many couples that binge watch shows. Not yeah. even couples, but just the world. But we don't ever really watch TV shows. We don't follow any show. Nah, I like um, I like YouTube videos. I like uh, movies. And I like books. I like videos like this guy, Studio 95, because it's just some kid, and he's put this theory together, and he's put this video together, and I think it's fun. I love to watch this kid get into it. I mean, he's like 13, and he already doesn't trust the government. It's like, you're ahead of the game, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're Neo. Yeah, totally. And you know what I liked about that guy, too? What is his name? Studio 95 is like he's like that tier of trying to make it happen on the Internet. But he's just like throwing content out Mm -hmm. there and it's not really catching on. Because once you get to like the famous YouTube stars, they're so glittery and annoying. Yeah. And it's just like it's like it's I don't know. It's just really annoying and frenetic. And this guy, Studio 95, is pure. Yeah, this guy's got a little bit of a crust ash is what we used to call it. You know, it's like a little mustache that you, you started growing yeah that's a fascinating world to me is that like lower tier of of wannabe internet stars like yeah. they're just trying to put out the content there yeah but um but yeah we're yeah, watching- not like a hot youtube star that puts out top five country music <laughs> videos yeah or someone that does a podcast about dead people yeah i mean when you click on dusty slay's top five country songs you know there is money behind <laughs> it <laughs> but that's part of the charm that's why I like bad YouTube videos. But why does anybody put a YouTube video up? We all want the clicks. We all want the views. And it's just like... Nobody, what? yeah. You nobody know? puts it up like, I don't even want nobody to see this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tiresome to put to upload a video. Yeah. There's a lot of production that goes involved with, you know, even just like a simple... And you got to you got to put it out there every week, and yeah. and people are like for a while supporting you, and then after a while they're like, all right, we yeah. know what you do. You got to worry about saying anti-Semitic things. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, you have to worry about like jokes from five oh, years ago. I thought you meant specifically anti-Semitic. No, things. no, like no. I just they just slip out. <laughs> no, but I mean, I was researching some YouTube stars, and like a lot of them have gotten into trouble for weird things. Like one dude. Got got in trouble like he was just some like cute boy who's like 21 and he was just sharing because that's the thing that youtube stars are they just like share things about their life because it's all about your personality one guy like said how he was in a relationship with like a 16 year old but when he was like uh, an adult so he got like inadvertently busted himself well that's a sex offender and then he got into a lot of trouble you gotta know to lock that up you know yeah i mean i I just i don't even first off you don't don't do it but I'm just saying. I don't even think he thought about that, though. Yeah, people don't. I don't think people realize that the internet is everyone can see it. I'm pretty sure I had a boyfriend when, that was 21 when I was 16. Yeah. So. Well, you're allowed to say that, but I can't be like. I'm pretty sure that I did that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. But but when he said that, I was like, oh, that's weird. And yeah. then it makes me me it, to myself a little hard. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember that that guy's mom feeling very uncomfortable when I told her how old I was, and she just kind of walked out of the room like, mm, "When do you turn 17? <laughs> kind of thing. But anyway, all right, that's well, in the past. That's yeah. in Canada. Not naming okay. names. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have to get into these things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, we've all lived and. Um, but anyway. so we started watching Don't Call Saul. Yeah, and. Uh, well, but you were saying how when you were watching 
Breaking Bad, it would like it's like every four episodes was a good episode. Yeah, it was a, no, I mean it's a great show. I got no criticisms for it, but I don't feel like binge watching Breaking Bad again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I would rather watch. I like that the feel of it, and I feel like Don't Call Saul has a similar feel. Yeah, it's not the same. Well, it's the same producers, Vince Gillian. Yeah, I mean it's not the same, but it's a good time. Yeah, I really like Bob Odenkirk. I like Bob Odenkirk a lot too. He plays a really good shysty lawyer with a heart. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool to watch that. It's cool to, and I think it was nominated for some Emmys, which is I think the reason that I watched it. Because if you're going to try to study the way real professionals write a TV show, you should watch a good TV show. You know. True. So I'm studying it, and um, it's really good. But I, I do think though that TV shows do have to kind of have some low key episodes because yeah. there's only so many things you can do to tell a story. Yeah, it can't be popping the whole time. Well, that's why they have a lot of like flashback episodes or like episodes where they kind of go off on a side trail where they just show you this guy's life from 15 years ago you yeah. know so you know so you're not a lot even, of it is like character development and then it eats up their 13 episodes so they still get to make millions of dollars that's what season. i that's what i liked about the tv show louis you know yeah i mean you're not i feel like you're not even allowed to like any of the louis stuff but the show was fun the show was really good yeah and he had a lot of flashback episodes like that too yeah, what I liked about Louie was that it wasn't trying to be so funny all the time, and it didn't follow that very familiar format that all TV shows kind of follow. Like, right. if you look close enough, they all kind of follow. But Louie was more like a, a vignette. Like, he would just show you sort of random scenes, and he was a lot about the aesthetic and how it looked and the feeling of it all, and it was all kind of sadly humorous, but at times not even funny at all. The pilot episode was great, where at the end of the movie, that lady ran and got jumped into that helicopter, and the helicopter took off. Do you mm. remember that? No, I don't remember things. <laughs> I don't like. I I can generally remember. Like I remember what happened in Breaking Bad, but I don't remember the episodes. That's why I can watch it again. And uh, but don't call Saul is uh, it's fun. Yeah, it was a good show. Should we talk about DJ Khaled? Yeah, not going down on his wife. Yeah. We don't want to get too dirty because I know Dusty doesn't like to do. Uh, well, I mean, that, you know, we can talk about comedy. what the guy. I just want you know people who don't. Well, from what I've, I gathered, just want people to be able to listen to the podcast that don't want to just hear filth all the time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, this is what I gathered from the internet. Now you know I'm on and off the internet. I'm not really on it right now, but I peek. You know, yeah, I you peek a little bit, there. and I notice as I intermittently peek that people are coming at DJ Khaled apparently for a interview he did several years ago where he. Several years ago. Yeah, where he bragged about the fact that he refuses to uh, pleasure his wife in a cunnilingus form. And uh, the internet sort of hopped on him and made fun of him and shamed him for not doing that. And then my point, which I tweeted and I was quite proud about it, I was like, Isn't, aren't we sexually harassing DJ Callie? Right. Like if it was a girl that said, I don't give my husband head... And the internet was like, you suck your husband's dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it was like, it would never, that was like, that could never happen. That's totally true. You know? And they're like, but did you see the video? It's the way he said it. I was like, well, does it matter how he said it? If he doesn't want to do something sexually, he doesn't have to. And also his wife knew the drill when she married him. I mean, it's like. Damn, you know, maybe he's bad at it. You know, you ever you ever dated a guy who's a bad kisser? Or it's maybe she's worse maybe you... she's just fine with the arrangement that they have. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that was most people's point was like she just she's just in it for money. 
But the internet just loves. She's either in it for money or for yeah. uh, for oral sex. Yeah. Like those are it. Like what if she just loves the guy? <laughs> you can't really love a guy if he doesn't have money and isn't good at sex. No, I mean he could be great at sex. He's just saying he doesn't do oral sex. Yeah, I know, but oral is pretty also, big for a woman, I'd say. But maybe, maybe not for her. Maybe not, but we—I don't mean, think we can speak for her. We don't know her. You're absolutely right. For I, all we know, she could be like, "I hate that." I know, but have you ever, have you ever known a girl that doesn't like that? I don't. I mean, I, mean, I know you've only been with like one other person than me, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying that. We don't know just because, you know, I, you know, I could know a bunch of people that like it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean she doesn't, that she does. No. Well, that's my point too. I mean, I'm just kind of arguing with you to argue with you right now. I think that's my point too. I mean, like maybe she doesn't like it or maybe he's not good at it, which has made her not like it, which is a real thing. I mean, it's like if your partner is particularly skilled in one facet, doesn't mean that they're going to be really great at another thing. And, I mean, you know, it's a minor thing. There's lots of different things you can get up to in the in the romance department, you know. It's like, yeah, DJ Khaled, I mean, he doesn't want to do it, doesn't want to do it. But I just thought it was funny that the Internet is so blind to uh, double standards that they hold on uh, sexual harassment. And I stood yeah. up. I mean, I was like, you know what? There's a lot of mountains I, I won't die on, but I will die on this DJ Khaled mountain. Yeah. It's not right the way you're treating DJ Khaled, and I'm going to let you know. You got two retweets and seven likes. Yeah, you know, the thing about DJ Khaled is that uh, I don't uh, know him at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, he's the guy that goes, I did another one. Another one. I don't know what that means. Yeah, he's just a like a DJ that mixes a lot of shitty pop songs. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just that dude. And he's we, a big, fat, like, Middle Eastern looking dude. And we were thinking that guy was really out to please women. <laughs> yeah. We were like, what? Yeah. You mean this DJ? Yeah. Isn't all about pleasing women? Yeah, I mean that's the sad thing about certain dudes is there's like and I'm I had I knew a guy in Toronto that was like that. It was like the whole lifestyle was just to get theirs and it was all about to get as many women as you could get and like it was just like this idea that it's not even cool to like make love to a girl. It's just like it's just about like the bitches and whatnot. And it's just like I remember when I was young and I hung out with him, I'm like, Yeah, I guess that is what it's about. Wow, he's so cool. And now I'm like, You're a loser. Like, have fun in your vapid, empty life. Yeah. You soulless demon. Well. <laughs> like, like, it was just like, but it was just so sad because it was all about, like, weird image for him and, like, total lack of. Yeah, it is sad, though, but I think that I mean, that's... the sad thing is, is DJ Khaled probably does go down on his wife and he probably just said that in a radio interview to sound cool. You know, he probably yeah. goes down on his wife all the time. Or maybe he had like a little bit of cayenne pepper on his lip one time, and he went down on his and his wife, and it burned her up, and she's like, "Never again." Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, Dusty. I mean, you know, I'm just saying there there are a lot of different um, scenarios here. Yeah. Let's yeah. not jump to conclusions and yeah, a lot try can to go paint, down. Try to paint dj Callie in a box yeah you know because we don't know him certainly not his wife's box all right (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I bet. But you know what? It just to me, it really showed like just how how much our society or our internet society needs outrage. Like it's like nothing was really popping off. Kanye's getting boring, and they're like, "Oh, what's that? We can jump on DJ." Like the internet is just right. so predictable in its need for. It's outrage. almost it's almost like zombies, and uh, a new person is like fresh blood. Yeah. It's like you go from, like, once you've sucked the blood out of something, you run over to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, the internet has really, I mean, if you're famous, man, that's got to tear you up. To be a famous person and just get tweeted at all the time. All the, like yeah. You've got to get a lot of love, but you've also got to get so much hate. Oh, my God. Even the homeless paper, the homeless people, I don't know if they're homeless, but they need money. They can get, they can go to the shelter and get newspapers and they get a specific homeless newspaper and sell to people on the street corners. So I bought one today and even the cover of that magazine was all about how social media is destroying society. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I try to be off of it. But I mean, I can't really a, because I'm slightly addicted. So I'll just check it. And then also just for communication with people. I think you just got to be vigilant. I mean, you got to know that it's programming. You got to know what you believe so that you don't let every headline sway you. Well, the video I watched, which is a former CEO at Facebook, said that people that who think that they're the most vigilant and the most and the least likely to be programmed by social media are the ones that are most likely. I can see that. I'm just saying you got to stay vigilant. I'm not saying I'm immune to it. I could see that. No, I mean, the other problem is just on a, on a thought level problem is that if your head is in your internet all the time and reading other people's thoughts, think pieces, quotes, sayings, then you just don't really have any original thought. You're just sort of getting the thoughts of people who articulate better than you and you aren't able to necessarily exercise critical thinking. And you're unable to, I, I think for me, be as creative because I'm, I don't know, it's just like something with the screen is just a disconnect from experiencing the world. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. I think the screen is, I've heard, I watched a conspiracy video on this one time. They were talking about the screen is like the, like the mirror, like a black mirror, which is what I guess what that show is about where, uh, where you 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 conjure up like in what is it Snow White where she's like mirror mirror on the wall yeah is that the song yeah that you're conjuring up an image so that's what we're doing with our black screens just conjuring up images images of what whatever we want yeah we type in whatever we want and it comes right up we can even speak into them now we go Siri mm-hmm. instead of mirror mirror we're like Siri show me this Alexa play this. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting for me, too, because, like, I've been researching, like, social media stars and stuff just for, like, this project that I'm working on, and and I realize how much of just a small fraction of the internet I've ever committed myself to over the last eight years. I only watch the same types of videos over and over and over again, and so today, when I was purposely looking up different People, I, like the 10 most famous and richest YouTube stars, I've never even heard of them. Mm. I've never even seen their videos before. Yet they are loved and, and famous by millions and millions of people. Mm. But And then I'm watching their content thinking like this in no way appeals to me, but it's insane that this appeals to so many people. Oh, yeah. 
like like you know just the I mentality like? behind being into these kinds of people you realize like there's a there's a piece of the internet for everyone you know what i like when those guys go up really high on a tower and they drop balls down onto a trampoline what that's what i really like those guys See, I don't even know what that they is. They go way up in this tower, and they'll drop different balls and different items down on this trampoline that's yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And they'll throw uh, basketball. They'll they'll ring basketball goals from insane distances. Yeah, see, that's an example of I've never looked that up. I've never searched for something like that. Like, I, I like watching O.J. Simpson, Simpson they, conspiracy theory They drop videos. bowling ball off probably <laughs> 10 stories. Wow. Onto a trampoline. Mm. See, like, I like a transsexual makeup tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm into. There's something for everybody. There is something for everybody. In the, and the more you kind of expand outside of your normal searches, the more you realize, wow, there's like a lot going on out here. Don't forget to look up Studio 95. And don't go over there and make fun of that guy. Be his friend. Yeah. He's putting out some good content. Yeah. Let's make Studio 95's channel really blow up. How about let's make ours blow up? Yeah, but I like making someone else's really blow up. All right, up. check out Studio 95. Tell him that we're having a good time podcast sent you. Comedy is all about, uh, you know, the, you know, it's all about this promoting of yourself and stuff. So I want to promote someone else, Studio 95 and Brian Bates comic. Oh, yeah. Brian Bates always were shouting out Brian Bates. If there's... Yeah. One other comedian that we want to put on a pedestal, it is Brian Bates. So go ahead and follow him. Brian Bates. I think his, his Twitter is Brian Bates Comic. Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. You'll find him. You'll find him. I think we did a good job here. Yeah, I think we did too. Um, All right. Well, this is fun. We're having a good time. All right. But, but uh, you know, go to our website, uh, my website, DustySlay.com and HannahHoganComedy.com, and we have... Social medias, Dusty Slay, Miss Hannah Hogan. Yeah. All right. Having a good time. Bye.